Hello, I'm Amira Morris, and welcome to my channel. I'm a perspicacious marketplace innovator, creator, who shepherds shepherds and lead leaders. I provide kingdom life principles to help leaders live life well. I upload each week, so subscribe to stay connected and to be notified. At the beginning of each month, I normally release a prophetic word when led to do so. This is not limited to coming on to release words. During the month, however, I am led in my giving. I'd like to share this prophetic word with leaders to help navigate and bring clarity to some recent and upcoming events. If the word I'm about to speak is a rhema word and it bears witness with your spirit, subscribe to our channel. If you feel led to support us, our cash app is dollar sign. Juna Girl is located in the description area. Don't forget to stay connected by signing up at a chance to win a kingdom coaching session with me. After the word is spoken, I will give you the discussion for next week's topic. So listen to the very end. 1 Corinthians 2.13 declares, These things we all speak, not in words which man's wisdom teaches, but which the Holy Spirit teaches, comparing spiritual things with spiritual. In other words, this word must be caught in the spirit, not only the gospel truths themselves, but the very form and manner in which these truths are taught is the result of spiritual insight. In other words, as a spiritual leader, who understands spiritual phenomena, I am explaining spiritual things in spiritual language that is not in the words which man's wisdom teaches, but which the Holy Spirit teaches. 1 Corinthians 2.12 declares, Now we have received not the spirit of the world, but the spirit who is from God, that we may know the things that have been freely given to us by God. Let's begin. March is the month for the NCAA tournament well-known and branded as March Madness. It's one of the biggest, most exciting events in the world of sports. Daylight Savings Time begins this year on Sunday, March the 14th. This is a yearly event freeing American city and suburban dwellers from the constant refrain of sayings such as, Spring ahead by setting your clock one hour forward. In the fall, when daylight saving time ends, we fall back. The Windy City is well known for another one of the most impressive celebrations in the country in the month of March. Some of us here in the state celebrate the holiday that turns the Chicago River green and too many livers cirrhosis damage brown. The main parade marches from Balboa Drive to Monroe Drive and includes lots of brilliant, bright and bold floats as well as bagpipers and posses and performers and lots of green, white and orange flags. Nearly everything and everyone will be green. The festivities always take place on Saturday. Always. Yes, and you'll find green almost everywhere. March is the month where you will find shindigs such as T 
Tea for Two Tuesdays and HBO's deaf comedy jam Bill Bellamy is featured at the Atlanta Comedy Theater. March is a month where the sun shines on the equator for the vernal equinox, giving us a near 50-50 split day and night. Yes, March is a beautiful month for green. Lighting the way. Green is the color most commonly associated in the United States and Europe with springtime, freshness, new beginnings, and hope. It also represents praise and growth, prosperity, and restoration. Green is often used to symbolize rebirth and renewal. Green is the color that directs the flow of traffic and tells us it's our turn to go. The traffic light is among many common signals on the road to help navigate our trip. Traffic signals control the flow of traffic through intersections. An intersection, according to the DMV, is a junction or an area of the roadway where two or more roads cross or meet. It's a point where two or more things converge or intersect. Even children are taught what the colors of the traffic light mean in kindergarten. Red means stop, yellow means caution, and green means go. Like traffic lights control the flow of traffic through intersections, likewise, our direction in this season is coming through the light of discernment and time spent in the quiet place. God is using various methods and methodologies to teach us how to hear his voice and to wait in his presence. In this season, we must follow the voice of the Lord and be able to discern his voice through other means. He chooses to manifest himself. These are signs and signals we must give attention to in real time. This might look like maybe um, confirmations coming through other people, commercials on television, in passing, songs and sayings that come through the radio, and conversations in passing with strangers. This happens only when we have ears to hear and eyes to see what the Lord is communicating as he navigates us through the intersections and connections of life. Jesus said, my sheep hear my voice and only my voice will they follow. Connections and intersections. God wants to navigate us through the intersections and turmoil of the world. He wants to bring us through the congestion we might be experiencing in life because our eyes have been on the traffic buildup and not on the intersection where we find rest. In this season, it's time to rest, remain and abide in his presence. Are you striving or abiding? Striving is something we do in our own strength. The short definition for striving in the Greek declares, 
I compete together with others. Striving is when we are working to do our best. We are go-getters and determined to succeed. When we are striving, we are going our own way and ignoring the signs and symbols that help navigate us through the intersections and connections. John 15, 7 declares, if you abide in me and my word abides in you, you will ask what you desire and it shall be done for you. The Greek word translated as abide is meno, which means to stay, abide and remain. To stay, abide and remain in, it, in its deepest expression means to not depart or not to leave. It encourages us to continue and be present. Hebrew 4 and 11 tells us, three, there remains then a Sabbath rest for the people of God. For anyone who enters God's rest also rests from their works, just as God did from his work. Let us therefore make every effort to enter into that rest. When we abide in Christ, he abides in us. We are consistent in our connections and intersections. He is working to bring us into. Abiding causes us to enter into the power of his rest. But striving leaves us in the traffic light. It really leaves us in the traffic of life and in the congestion of confusion because of the noise made around us. Isaiah 54 and 10 declares, For the mountains shall depart and the hills are removed, but my kindness shall not depart from you, nor shall my covenant of peace be removed, declares the Lord. When the world and everything in it is shaking and the hills are removed, we have a covenant of peace with God that shall never be removed. An open vision. I was brought into an open vision on February the 18th of 21 in my time of prayer. I saw three elderly women who represented the church as an organization, not the organism. They were dressed the same from head to toe. They had on the same attire from the same hats they wore on their heads. They were wearing the same jackets. The jackets were opened the same way. They were wearing the same type of pants uh, with the same shoes on. Their attire was white, but the same. They were walking through a city lot that had been leveled and demolished. I noticed there were other paths on the right and on the left, but they chose a familiar path or the same old path. They were walking in my direction in lockstep with each other in the same rhythm with the same old sound. Although I couldn't see their faces because they were blotted out, I knew they represented how the church as an organization operated in the past or prior to 2020. 
Some of our leaders are kicking against the goad and not discerning the move of God for this new era. They are taking the path of less resistance and staying within the familiar for which the Lord has called them out from. Acts 26, 14 brings us into a story of Paul realizing that in persecuting the followers of Jesus, he persecuted Jesus. And in persecuting Jesus, he fought against the God of his father. Acts 26 give us, gives us a snapshot of what goads are and what they do. Goads were typically made from slender pieces of timber, blunt on one end and pointed on the other. Farmers used the pointed end to urge a stubborn ox into motion. Occasionally, the beast would kick against the goad. The more the ox kicked, the more likely the goad would stab into its flesh, causing greater pain. Like Paul, we must repent, make a transformation of mind, leading to transformed action instantly. As leaders, we must align our vision with his vision, bringing about one vision that only points to Christ. God is requiring that we move into what he is doing right now. He has demolished the idol we held on to in the past. As leaders, we can no longer stabilize ourselves off of an old move of God for which he has destroyed. God is doing something very new that we must take hold of by way of the secret place. The secret place is the access point whereby we find roadmaps that he has already given and charted out based on our purpose and metron. We will begin to see a deep separation of those who are accessing the secret place and those who have gone their own way and did what seemed right in their own eyes. A message in the mural. When the women in the vision got closer in proximity as they continued to walk in my direction, the vision shifted to a massive mural painted on a city wall for those who had eyes to see and ears to hear what the Spirit of God was saying to his church. God was giving us a preview of what was to come for the ecclesia, his bride. Through the visual aesthetic, Murals promote a sense of identity and belonging. They provide a part for all to play and they are, they are welcoming. They provide openness and its message can strengthen a community. The word mural originates from the Latin word murus, meaning wall. Murals historically have represented and depicted features of regions past and present political and religious divisions. Murals are also a communication tool. You can use a wall painting to communicate the message you'd wish to the public to know. The size of the painting 
will attract the attention of the public, which makes it an effective way of communicating a message. To be effective in this new era, we must follow what we've been given by faith and leave the old wine behind. There is not there is no secret what God is doing. He has plastered it on our city walls for those who have ears to hear and eyes to see. We don't want to miss the message in the mural of what God is communicating to us individually and corporately. New moves of God. In the same encounter, but different preview, I then saw a woman singing on a stage in a microphone at a podium in an auditorium, but she was singing in the dark. I was able to see the woman singing her heart out, but her voice was muted and her impact was ineffective. God is releasing a new sound, new voices, and new technologies. New wine will be released to those who have been made, who have made the mental shift from the church as an organization to the church as an organism. Those who refuse to do so will be muted, ineffective, and left in the dark. God is releasing a new sound, new voices, and new technologies. A new level requires new testing. I hear the Lord saying, I am maximizing your discernment. I am maximizing your discernment and bringing it into new levels. Know that new levels of discernment require new testing. The purpose of testing is to indicate strengths and weaknesses. Testing is a measurement of growth. James 1 declares, consider it nothing but joy, my brother and sister. Whenever you fall into various trials, be assured that the testing of your faith through experience produces endurance, leading to spiritual maturity and inner peace. And let endurance have its perfect result. And do a thorough work so that you may be perfect, completely developed in your faith, lacking nothing. James 1 goes on to to declare, God blesses those who patiently endure testing and temptation. Afterward, they will receive the crown of life that God has promised to those who love him. So, what does testing really do? I think we just answered that. But it measures effectiveness. Three things. It measures effectiveness and gives us the confidence that we are hearing God's direction. It determines recipients of awards and recognition and provide indicators of retesting. Testing judges the student's merit for a new school of thought or an internship for greater promotion. You are growing by leaps and bounds. Hallelujah. But new levels require new testing. Being tested by God is a matter of the heart and for a specific purpose. 
When we understand the purpose of the test, we can endure it and find joy in the testing process. Testing was never meant to be negative, but positive. The Hebrew word translated as test in the Old Testament is G3985, pirazo. Pirazo. It means to try for the purpose of ascertaining his or her quality. Wow. Our quality is tied to our testing. Proverbs 17 tells us fire tests the purity of silver and gold, but God tests the heart. Being tested is a part of becoming more like him. Be prepared for the test. Five reasons why God might be maximizing your discernment. Number one, God wants to maximize your gifting based on where he's taking you. I saw the Lord really stretching you out like a rubber band, making your gift as large as possible. Repeat after me. God is preparing me for something greater than myself. He is making my gifts razor sharp. Let's do it again. God is preparing me for something greater than myself. He is making my gifts razor sharp. Number two, new levels are an indication of greater places of expansion. Isaiah 54 tells us, enlarge the place of your tent and let them stretch out the curtains of your dwelling. Do not spare, lengthen your cords and strengthen your stakes for you shall expand to the right and to the left and your descendants will inherit the nations and make the desolate cities inhabited. This is awesome. Sometimes we don't know that we've been or we've passed the test, right? Until we've been graded. And at other times, we can just sense the new level. Say it. I'm leveling up. Number three. You are coming into greater days of multiplication and addition. You are coming into days of multiplication and addition, not subtraction. Deuteronomy 1 tells us, may the Lord God, the God of your ancestors, increase you a thousand times more and bless you as he has promised. He is adding to you, not subtracting from you. Repeat after me. God is stretching me like a rubber band. I am experiencing major growth in every area of my personal kingdom. Let's, let's do that again. Repeat after me. God is stretching me like a rubber band. I am experiencing major growth in every area of my personal kingdom. <laughs> Number four. 
God wants to multiply you and bring you into a place of increase and abundance. It's our birthright to inherit the kingdom of God, and it only comes by faith. We are heirs of God, which is a receiver of an inheritance and co-heirs with Christ. We are co-receivers of an inheritance. We are inheritors of a inheritance. (laughs) Repeat after me. Proverbs 13 and 12 says, a sudden good break has turned my entire life around. I am walking in the increase and abundance of the kingdom. Let's say that again. A sudden good break has turned my entire life around. I am walking in the increase and abundance of the kingdom. Amen. Number four, number five, I'm sorry. He wants us to be governed by love. First Corinthians 13. Though I speak with the tongues of men and angels, but have not love, I have become sounding brass or a clanging cymbal. And though I have the gift of prophecy and understand all mysteries and all knowledge, and though I have all faith so that I could remove mountains, but have no love, I am nothing. And though I bestow all my goods to feed the poor, and though I give my body to be burned, but have not love, it profits nothing. Let us pray. Father, in the name of Jesus, I pray for the leaders who are listening. Open their eyes and ear gates to know and understand the signs and symbols of where you are taking them and show them the expansion of their own personal greatness. I pray that you would lead them into the secret place and expose the strategy to take them forward beyond the Jordan. Open their eyes that they may see the message in the mural that stands before them. Holy Spirit brings such a maximization of thought and discernment into the minds of your leaders and give them the power and strength to discern the next move of God for this generation. I bless them as you keep them safe, sound now and forevermore. Amen. This is what I love and this is what I do. I shepherd shepherds and lead leaders. I am a perspicacious marketplace innovator, creator, who provides kingdom life principles to help leaders live life well. Join me next week. We'll come together again to discuss in our series on authentic leadership and look further into this new leadership model. If this word that I have spoken is a rhema word and it bears witness with your spirit, subscribe to stay connected and to be notified. If you feel led to support us, our cash app is dollar sign Juna girl is located in the description area. And don't forget to sign up at a chance to win a kingdom coaching session with me. I pray your peace, harmony, wholeness, love, and prosperity. Shalom. Mm-hmm.